Job chapter 30. In this chapter, Job is going to talk about how he gets treated today as compared to how he used to get treated so well because everybody looked up to him because he was a righteous man, but now they treat him as if he's a horrible fiend. Verse 1, And now, laughed at me, have the younger in days than I, whose fathers I have loathed to set with the dogs of my flock. He says that the men who made terrible shepherds because they wouldn't watch over the flock, because they were lazy, those men who Job would not hire to watch over his own flock, their children now mock and laugh at Job. So it's people with no character who are mocking Job. Two, also the power of their hands. Why is it to me? On them hath old age perished. These very men who mock him now and are terrible, lazy workers, they don't have any strength themselves because of their laziness and their lack of character. Three, with want and with famine gloomy, those fleeing to a dry place, formerly a desolation and waste. These men experience poverty and want because they don't work, and so because they refuse to work, they don't have food when they need it. For those cropping mallows near a shrub and broom roots is their food. Mallow is a wild growing plant that some people might think of as a weed, but it's actually a nutritious plant that you can eat, kind of like mustard greens. And Job is saying they were so lazy that their food was wild plants. They had to go out and forage because they wouldn't hold a job. And broom roots are also wild edible plants. They had to forage because of their laziness. Five, from the midst they are cast out, they shout against them as a thief. Other men called them thieves and drove them away from their property, probably because they were thieves. Six, in a frightful place of valleys to dwell holes of earth and clefts. Because of their laziness and their dishonesty, they had to live in holes in the earth made by either humans or animals. They had to live in caves and holes. 7. Among shrubs they do groan, under nettles they are gathered together. They even would camp out under the shrubbery. Nettles are another wild plant that's edible. 8. Sons of folly, even sons without name, they have been smitten from the land. Sons of folly means all they do is bad stuff. These are people who have no character, who steal, who lie, who cheat, who won't work. And because of that, they and their families live in poverty, and they don't have a name among themselves, and they don't even have decent housing, because they're not productive. 9. And now, their song I have been, and I am to them for a byword. Job says, now these very people that have no character, who a lot of upstanding people would look down on, these people look down on me. My name to them is a bad name. 10. They have abominated me, they have kept far from me, and from before me have not spared to spit. Job says he's so abominable to them that they won't even spit on him. In ancient times, if you were really mad at somebody, you would spit in their face as a sign of a cursing. But they think that Job is so worthless that there's no point in getting mad at him because you can't get anything from Job. 11. Because his cord he loosed and afflicted me, and the brindle from before me they have cast away. Job is talking about God. He says that because God has afflicted me, other people in the village who are evil people 
are treating me like fair game, open season. 12. On the right hand doth a good brood arise, my feet they have cast away, and they raise up against me their paths of calamity. A brood is the offspring of these evil people, so their children rise up on his right hand and they attack him. They try to set a trap for him. Kind of like if there's an old man and then the evil young boys might try to trip him. That's how they treat Job. 13. They have broken down my path. By a calamity they profit. He hath no helper. They don't believe that God will help Job or anyone else will, which at this point is true. So they believe that it's fair game. They can pick on him, taunt him, torment him. They can harass him, and they believe that they're going to get away with it. And so far, they are getting away with it. 14. As a wide breach they come, under the desolation have rolled themselves. He's saying they come to make a breach. A breach is when you break through. They prevent him from walking on the path because they make a breach on the path, and they come to destroy It sounds like Job is describing a gang of teenagers who are just picking on him because they don't have jobs to do. 15. He hath turned against me terrors, and that is God that Job is talking about. It pursueth as the wind mine abundance, and as a thick cloud hath my safety passed away. God unleashed terrors on Job's life to pursue him and to take away everything that he had. 16. And now in me my soul poureth itself out. Seize me do days of affliction. His soul is pouring out his misery. 17. At night my bone hath been pierced in me, and mine eyelids do not lie down. The terror of night pierces through his bones, and he can't sleep at night. 18. By the abundance of power is my clothing changed, as the mouth of my coat it doth gird me. In the last chapter, he said that he put on a garment of righteousness. And in this chapter, he's saying that by great force, which would be God's force, his garment is disfigured. So it doesn't look like a garment of righteousness anymore. Putting on a garment of righteousness means obeying the commands of the Lord, which is how Job lived. But now that garment is disfigured. God has made it to look as if Job is not righteous. And nobody believes he's righteous anymore, even though they've never seen him do anything wrong. People usually believe what they see. And if they see you down and out, they believe that you deserve it. That's just the way the human mind is. Because Job is so terrorized and tormented, they don't see his righteousness anymore, even though it never went away. 19. Cast me into mire, and I am become like dust and ashes. God has put Job in the mire, which is like quicksand or mud, and Job is sinking in quicksand, figuratively. And his life is as good as if he were dead, because when you're dead, you become dust and ashes. And Job says, I might as well be dead. 20. I cry unto thee, and thou dost not answer me. I have stood, and thou dost consider me. Job has cried out to the Lord, but he isn't getting any answer. He's only getting silence from God. But he is standing before God so that God will consider his situation. 21. Thou art turned to be fierce to me. With the strength of thy hand thou oppressest me. God is allowing Job to be oppressed. He is acting as if he's turned against Job, just like the father did to the son when Jesus was on the cross. Jesus was treated as if he had been abandoned by the father. But all of this is to illustrate that Jesus gave up everything for us on the cross. It's also to test Job's faith. 
22. Thou dost lift me up on the wind, thou dost cause me to ride, and thou meltest, thou levelest me. Job says that God is causing him to ride on the wind, as if he's a leaf getting blown around. And his whole life has been leveled. It's imploded. He has nothing. 23. For I have known to death, thou dost bring me back, and to the house appointed for all living. Job says, I know you're going to kill me, Lord. 24. Surely not again the heap doth he send forth the hand, though in its ruin they have safety. Job says, Surely God would not attack me now that I am in total ruins. But at the same time, Job does believe that God will cause him to die. One of his hopes that he said in a previous chapter was that he could be resurrected again and have joy again. 25. Did not I weep for him whose day is hard? Grieved hath my soul for the needy. Job is reminding the Lord, Didn't I care for the poor and the oppressed, which is what you asked me to do, and now I'm one of them. And Job is implying that he wants God to care for him. 26. When good I expected, then cometh evil, and I wait for light, and darkness cometh. Job expected his life to continue being a good life because he practiced the commands of God and he took care of everybody. But evil has come to him instead. Job is as surprised as his friends are. 27. My bowels have boiled and have not ceased. Gone before me have days of affliction. In the Old Testament, bowels doesn't mean intestines necessarily like it does today. It means everything that's in your gut, which could include your stomach, your intestines, your liver, a lot of things. And he says his bowels have boiled, so he has heat in his gut, which means he's just diseased. Think of it also as having a pit in your stomach where you just have this terrible sick feeling all the time and it won't go away. 28. Morning I have gone without the sun. I have risen in an assembly I cry. When he says morning, he means sadness and depression. He can't even experience sunshine. He doesn't have an awareness of the sun because he is so sad and so depressed. And when he rises up, he cries among the people, which is what he's doing now. 29. A brother I have been to dragons, and a companion to daughters of the ostrich. Dragons are animals. They really did exist. They're in the Bible, and in a few chapters from now, the Bible is going to explain all about dragons. It's in the book of Job. No one wanted to be around a dragon because they breathe fire. Now, if you have a hard time believing that, just think of eels who are electric and the blowfish who puff up and other animals who do amazing things. Caterpillars burst out of cocoons and become butterflies. There's a lot of amazing things in nature. We shouldn't have a hard time believing that an animal could breathe fire if we believe that a worm-like animal could come out of a cocoon looking like a butterfly. I mean, that's as hard to believe as an animal breathing fire. So I don't have problems with either of those things. But anyway, you wouldn't want to be around a dragon because they were very dangerous and not nice. Job is saying that the people are treating him like a dragon. They're treating him like a hideous creature that nobody wants to be around. And he says, I'm a companion to daughters of the ostrich. Well, the ostrich is known for abandoning their eggs, and maybe they abandon their kids too, I don't know. So Job is saying, I am somebody who's abandoned. 30. My skin hath been black upon me, and my bone hath burned from the heat. He probably has autoimmune problems. His skin isn't working because he's got boils. He's burning inside and out. 
So he's probably got what you and I would call severe autoimmune problems. His skin probably isn't helping him out very much, and he's out there with dust on it, but he still feels heat and burning. He says his skin is black. Now that could be because he's covered in ashes, because earlier this book had told us that he's sitting on an ash heap. 31. And my harp doth become mourning, and my organ the sound of weeping. If he were to play an instrument, it would definitely be playing a sad song. It would be playing something that would make you cry. And that concludes Job chapter 30.